Welcome to Frasier, the Frasier Rewatch Podcast. My name is Adrian Lara. I co-host this show with Greg Catapodi, who is a huge fan of Frasier. This guy has seen every episode multiple times, while me, on the other hand, am a newbie. I'm a relatively unfamiliar with Frasier. I knew of it, but never really got into it. So I'm seeing every episode for the first time. Let's do this. And I'm Adrian Lara. And this is Frasier, the Frasier Rewatch Podcast. This is Season 1, Episode 18, And the Whimper Is. And the Whimper Is. And this episode is about a lot of things. It's about Frasier being up for a big award for a Uh, CB. CB, like a Seattle something. Right. It's like like an Emmy, I would imagine. They start discussing the nominations, and everyone's excited. Are we going to get a nomination? There's a good chance we will. This and that. They're discussing it. Frazier says something very dark, as Frazier tends to do. He says, oh, Roz, maybe it's our difference in age, but I don't really get excited about much of anything these days. <laughs> it was the weirdest, darkest thing just just to throw out there. Ah, oh, jeez, are you okay, Frazier? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, there would there should have been a moment like that, but right... right just like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There should have been a beat to just let that, like, oh, my God, are you okay, Frazier? Hand on the shoulder. Do we need to have a talk? What's going on with you, buddy? Is everything okay? Hey, Frazier, we're taking orders for personal pan pizzas. You're doing something fun for you know, lunch today. Uh, what do you want? I don't care. Life is meaningless. Uh, just cheese, I guess. Ah, cheese. cheese. Cool. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is just how Frazier is on a normal day-to-day basis. like <laughs> the... <laughs> They're all celebrating, and then they, uh, <laughs> uh, hey, guys, there's been 10 minutes of dead air. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you didn't finish the show. <laughs> that was the weird part. Yeah, they did not finish the show. Frazier leaves the, the booth to come to the soundboard, talk to Ross, and they don't finish the show. <laughs> there had to be repercussions <laughs> of this. <laughs> they call Frazier into the production office. <laughs> like, uh, guys, just be- we've been over this. Just because you get excited, you can't just cut to commercial, then never come back. Do you understand, Frazier? We have advertisers that have paid for airtime. <laughs> You have to come back. <laughs> They've been very patient, okay? They're willing to move the the hit, okay? <laughs> but you just have to do it eventually. This is the third time. I mean, last time it was for a latte. <laughs> then you had a sweater fitting. I didn't even know you needed to get sweaters fitted. I've never heard of such thing. <laughs> Going through a tailor to get measured for a sweater? Seems very specific. <laughs> We see Noel again, I think. Yeah, so this is this is the bit, is that, so while Frazier and Roz are discussing, is are we going to get this CB, are we going to get a nomination? Noel enters in. We return of Noel the Mole. He returned. Sh-sh-sh-shemsky. Yeah, Noel the Mole Shemsky. Nice. And he goes, congratulations, guys. And they're like, what? Yes, we got it. Ah. They're like jumping up and down. And they're like, how did you find out so quickly, Noel, that we got nominated? And he's all, oh, no, I just meant congratulations on the good show. Y'all did a good show today. Noel, there was 10 minutes of dead air. <laughs> Don't be such a kiss ass. <laughs> yeah. We... <laughs> <laughs> He clearly is not listening to the show. He w- he should have run into there a bit like, guys, what are you doing? You haven't been on the air for 10 minutes. We've got dead airspace going on. Noel, get in there and fill. Yeah. 
Uh, hello, this is Noel Shemsky with the Shemsky Star Trek Digest. I'm a fan. Some people say you have to pick between Picard, you have to pick between Kirk, you have to pick between Cisco, you gotta pick between Janeway. Why can't we all be friends? Why can't we all agree they all have their strong points? I would watch a show, I would listen to a show of just Noel Shemsky. Noel the Mole, why not? It's just him doing his captain's log. That'd be great. His daily routine. Or he got yelled at and he, like, shut up, Mole, quit being an ass kisser. Like, yeah. Noel's log, supplemental. Once again, my diplomatic entreaties were turned down by the natives, the exotic women of Roscon 6, for her six foot tall physique and the mad despot. Frazier the Bald. <laughs> also, pick up sugar at the store today. <laughs> <laughs> so, next scene is at Cafe Nervosa. We get a return of B.B. Glazer. B.B. Glazer, as some of you, as you day ones will remember. <laughs> the devil herself. B.B. <laughs> Glazer, darling. She's the Mid-Atlantic agent of Fraser Crane, and she speaks with a Mid-Atlantic accent. She shows up. At Cafe Nervosa, lets Frazier know that they were in fact nominated for a CB. Her, and I don't know why no one seems to be able to recognize Roz, but BB looks at Roz and says, "Who are you, darling?" <laughs> Frazier, is that a woman? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just an ugly fur coat that had been dragged through the gutter. <laughs> Someone had picked up and brought inside instead of throwing it into the dumpster where it belonged. Oh, it's just Roz. <laughs> Roz, like, um, I work with Frazier. Uh, I thought you were his agent. Shouldn't you know who I am? I work right. here at this. I work at the station. I'm a vital part of the show, part of the process. This has been another a special segment of Roz is mistaken for an inanimate object. <laughs> Glazer just like, boy, this is a mouthy fur coat you got, Frazier. <laughs> This fur coat is very, it's not very soft at all. I'm touching it and it's rough to the touch. <laughs> it's like a low pile carpet. <laughs> and Ross is just like, oh, no one remembers me. <laughs> I'm just going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right, you guys seem like you got this. I'll be out of here. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the scene's all set. We find out that they are getting the nomination. It's an interesting moment where Niles is there and Niles has to leave. Niles is like, oh, Frazier, I'm meeting in my sex addicts group. I I cannot be late. The implication is that if he shows up late to his sex addicts group, then they'll be be having sex. (laughs) Like he'll walk in just like like he's walking into a porno or something. It's just... He's like, oh, the smell. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's like he looks at his watch. He's like, "Well, thirty seconds late. I better put on this gas mask." <laughs> it's like, "Oh boy, oh dear!" And he like pulls on like yellow gloves that are up to his. Yeah, he's scrubbing in like he's a <laughs> like he's about to go into surgery. <laughs> like, uh, just defeated, walks down to the fire department hose station in his office and just drags it down and just like starts spraying everything down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's probably, he's going to get pulled over one of these days. He's always running late for comical reasons. Sure. (laughs) But officer, I like to have to run because I get to make a joke. (laughs) Like, I like to be late (laughs) to my abandonment issues group. So they think, 
oh, he's, maybe he's not coming. He's not showing up just like father. And I have a laugh. Cop <laughs> <laughs> walks up to him. Whoa, 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 hold on there, fella. What's, what's going on? Are you late to a uh, some kind of sex romp? Is that, <laughs> is that what's happening here? <laughs> Amusingly enough, yes and no. <laughs> So I am a doctor. Would you, you, you find it in your heart to uh, let me off with a warning? You see, you wouldn't let a surgeon be impeded. I'm just, I just wanted to see what happened if I arrived five minutes late to my sex addict group, okay? <laughs> I know it's going to happen. I know it's probably going to happen, but I need to know what is going to happen. And then this, the cop, he's, he's like intrigued. He's like, oh, really? You're on your way to a sex addict group? Well, he gives them like the pregnant woman uh, treatment. He's like, <laughs> like, oh, sex addict group. Sir, follow me. <laughs> Where's your office? Yeah, puts on the high beams, the red and blues. Like, follow me. <laughs> Running all the lights. <laughs> okay, so we cut to the apartment. Roz enters in the apartment, and we're discussing about the nomination. And she brings up that one of the other nominees took out a full-page ad in one of the local newspapers saying, please vote for Ashiro and Sanchez. And so Roz and Frazier start discussing, well, what are we going to have our ad say? Part of the conflict or tension in the episode is how the dad says, well, if you're just going to buy advertisement, then it's not really an award, is it? That that's low down, that's not right. And he's saying, don't do it. And essentially, Frazier and Ross decide, no, we're going to do it. They decide to purchase gifts in an attempt to bribe, for lack of a better word. And that's exactly the word that the dad, the cop, this working class. <laughs> Look, I'm a cop, and I know a thing or two about being bribed. <laughs> Yeah, which is, which it would be interesting if he's if he started giving them advice. He was against it. Right. I would think he'd be like for it. First of all, money's always fine. You know, he's like, look, you guys are trying to give them fancy uh, electronics. You don't need to be all money's the right way to go. Money in an envelope, simple. It's untraceable. You got cash in the hand. Don't get involved with bank accounts and wiring. That's too complicated. That's how my buddies got busted, but not old Martin Crane. Good old-fashioned Seattle cop way. <laughs> Says wistfully. <laughs> <laughs> it's a reminiscent. Oh, those were the days. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so Roz and Fraser are pumped for the big evening. We cut to the evening. Everyone's all dressed up. We got Frazier in a tuxedo. Frazier's shaking hands with various members. It's revealed that he sprung for a bunch of bribes. He gave them keychains. He gave them watches. People, <laughs> apparently they have this picture on a watch. Some woman says, oh, thank you very much for this classy watch. In like a suit. Yeah. Moving his arms around as the big hand and the small. It's like a Mickey Mouse watch. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, like a Mickey Mouse well, watch, but with Frazier Crane. Everyone came up and was like, yes, uh, thank you for the bribe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a good, thank you for the bribe, kind sir. <laughs> Normally, I, uh, I want you to know that uh, I voted for you due to the bribe. <laughs> Under uh, impartial situation, I would not have voted for you. I find your show boring at times and also too clever by half. <laughs> I wanted to let you know that. However, thank you for the novelty watch. <laughs> 
so the novelty watch was just like the Mickey Mouse watch with Frazier where he's got two big hands. But the <laughs> Mickey Mouse the watch... The twin sides of his hair are the hands. Yeah. <laughs> so like the Mickey Mouse watch, when you would tap it, it would go, ha-ha! <laughs> like, it goes like, I'm listening. <laughs> it goes, I'm listening. Yeah. Uh, how do we turn off this feature? <laughs> what feature? Uh, it, it does this every minute. It's 5.01, and I'm listening. <laughs> It's 5.02, and I'm listening. <laughs> the most oh, annoying Oh, do you watch. like that? <laughs> Spent most of the day recording that. <laughs> I just picture him in a sound booth recording studio. <laughs> 5.01, I'm listening. Mm, I don't like that. Is it 5.01 or 5.1? Whichever you want, way you want, Mr. Crane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the sound engineer is just like, oh my God, rubbing his temples like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's 5.01 a.m. <laughs> Do I need to include a.m. or should I say it for each entry? It makes it more unique. I'm going to say it for each one. <laughs> and the sound engineer is like, Gee, I don't care, whatever you want, whatever you want. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. 5.01 a.m. sounds. Or let's start from the top. <laughs> 12 o'clock a.m. Does the o'clock seem necessary? <laughs> just keeps getting bogged down on the details. Hello, this is Fraser Crane, and it is now 5.01 Pacific Standard Time. It is also 6.01 Mountain Standard Time. It is now 7.01 Central Standard Time. It is now 8.01 Eastern Standard Time. Oh, I left out a.m., can we redo that? <laughs> Let's start again from the top. <laughs> so for those of you who are listening from day one, you know that we have this theory that Frasier is the devil. Yes, and, and he only exists to torment people. Yeah, I think the hell that is the sound engineer recording these 501, the time, <laughs> that might be a worse hell. <laughs> That's where the people that get in trouble in Cafe Nervosa, their punishment is to go be the sound engineer. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like the kid from that Twilight Zone episode. He's like, if you don't get me a latte, I'm sending you to the sound booth. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Come on, Frazier, you're a good boy. Everyone likes Frazier. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a good reference, man. <laughs> oh my god! So he's coming in, and people are essentially thanking him for the bribe. Just like, thank you, Doctor Crane, for this lovely watch. Like these guys would be terrible, There's... like criminals. They would not be good. If... Okay. It's like you know, don't bribe with physical objects, and don't bribe with things people can talk about. Okay. You just find a nice hotel, set up a hospitality room, okay? You never bribe with things that have a money trail or things anyone would admit to. So, set up a hospitality room. You got, like, strippers, a little Coke, I don't know, whatever you want. Maybe just, like, a bowl full of money. I'm saying if you're going to be corrupt, Frazier, be smart about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't be that dumb guy. <laughs> Like, hey, uh, well, Bob, you know, why don't we uh, send him up to the uh, hospitality room with all the strippers in it? <laughs> it's like, uh, like Tony, you're my nephew here, I, but you don't say stripper. You just say hospitality room. Oh, I got it. I got it. Okay. So why don't we give him some of the Coke 
Again? In the hospitality room. Nope, no, nope. See, see, you don't want to say Coke either. Okay, you, you understand? We don't, we don't talk about these things just in case uh, we anybody's listening. Okay, so you don't say Coke. You don't say strippers. You understand? We just say, we send them out for some refreshments okay. in the hospitality room. We say things like that. Okay, you got it? All right. You got yes. it? So okay, you go great. to the hospitality room and you definitely don't choke a stripper there. Okay. See, again, again, Tony. Mm-hmm. See, uh, you're really trying my patience here. Uh, just we just how about this? Just say we're sending them to the hospitality room, okay? And then we got a couple of governors that mm. are going to come by and visit. Right. So real nice guys. We mm. just you know shake their hands, we smile, and it's like enjoy the hospitality room. That's all right. we're going to say. Okay, they got it. Enjoy the hospitality room, which is your bribe. <laughs> Damn it! If you weren't my nephew, I swear to God. <laughs> So we are at the award ceremony, and it's looking really good for Frazier. He's lined all the pockets. He's given out the bribes, bathrobes, watches, etc. He's feeling good. He meets one of his fellow award nominees that goes by the name of Fletcher Gray. Apparently, Martin's a big fan of his, and Fletcher Gray is all... Martin's like, oh, I'm go- I don't normally do this, but I'm going to go shake mm-hmm. his hand. He brings Fletcher Gray over to meet Frazier. Gray is a big fan of Marty. Hey, you were the cop that found that head. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that actually laughed out loud at that part, yeah. <laughs> It's a great callback because for those of you who have been listening and watching the show, that's one of Martin's traits is he loves dead bodies and dead hooker photos. This is a recurring bit. He's very graphic. and He doesn't mind talking about finding heads. (laughs) Yeah, Fletcher, as soon as I heard the word decapitation, I was out the door. (laughs) You know, a lot of guys, you know, they get a little queasy, you know, when they see... You know, your blood, your gut, your typical stuff, you know, that you see in the line of work that I do. But hey, uh, that was makes me Martin Crane. <laughs> uh, one time I was goofing around, I said, pick up the head and I say, hey, I'm Larry Bird. And I sky hooked it. <laughs> so we're here at the award ceremony. We find out that Fletcher Gray, he's been up for this award 11 years in a row. And never won it. They really start laying it on thick that Fletcher is more deserving of the award by the sense of time, sense of duration, that he's worked really hard. This is Frazier's first year in this market, and he wants to win this award. The CB. They even bring over Fletcher's mom, who's very elderly. She mentions how she's having trouble making it on the plane. He's like, oh, it's so hard for me to travel. (laughs) They were really playing up this angle of her being so old, and Fletcher's not a young man either. Well, I mean, it's just weird how old she is, because in the seven years before appearing in this episode, she had been dead. (laughs) Well, no, but uh, this is some trivia. This woman, uh, Maxine Elliott, was actually a starlet from the silent movie era. And where you weren't called a movie star, you were called a starlet. They hadn't figured out the terminology by then. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. She's so old, she transitioned from silent to talkies. <laughs> like, she's so old, Jack Warner told her she'd never work again in this town. <laughs> and Jack Warner is dead. <laughs> Jack Warner from Warner Brothers. Yes. The Jack Warner. Like the Warner brother. Yeah. That's amazing. This is the actual actress that played the mother of Fletcher Gray. 
And that's amazing. That's an amazing career to say that she started out in the silent era film and then still was working when it became sound, actual speaking roles. Hey, talkies ruined everything. <laughs> Jack Warner said I didn't have a sexy voice for a woman. Ah, uh, fucking men. <laughs> <laughs> so Frazier had, and Ross have paid all these bribes, and it's the award ceremony's time. They're actually giving the award out, the announcer's on stage, and Frazier's having second thoughts. After meeting Fletcher and Fletcher's mother, he's feeling guilty about what he's done to influence the judges. And surprise, the announcer announces that the winner of the CB this year is a tie. Frazier's under the belief, oh, it must be Frazier and Fletcher. But no, twist, it's actually two other nominees, Sanchez and Ashiro. Who can forget that wacky comedy duo, Sanchez and Ashiro? <laughs> it was interesting because uh, I noticed this um, when they first mentioned the name Sanchez earlier in the episode, I thought, okay, much like one of the previous episodes, they're going to mention a Hispanic person but not show it. Remember they mentioned the mariachis, Greg? <laughs> yeah, they mention them, but you don't get to see them. You hear them playing music, but you don't. And so I think there's going to be another situation. It was my thought. But mm -hmm. then we do see them, this Hispanic table, but unlike the table where Frazier's sitting and unlike the table where Fletcher is sitting, those guys get a close-up. We cut to them when their names are announced as a nominee. They show the Sanchez table, but they're way in the background. So you don't get to see any of the actors. You get to see some brown people, but it's at a distance. You know, you can't really tell. Like, we're assuming they're brown. They're kind of... They could just. It just could be the lighting at the back no, of the room. Standards and practices says we can only have one Hispanic person on screen at any given time. Sorry, it's not... <laughs> Also note, uh, two Catholic was another note we got. I, I'm just going to throw this one away. <laughs> Interesting enough, I did notice at the Hispanic table where Sanchez, where they were, they were nominated when they were listing the nominees, there was also a black person at the table. I was like, well, that's interesting. For only noting, hey, we're going to put all these guys at the same table. <laughs> like, that was a choice. Like, we're... <laughs> We're like, all right, hey, we got a black person. Should we mix them in with some of the white people at some of these other tables? Nope. Nope. Put, nope. 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 Put them all together. Put them all on one table. <laughs> I, I love like they're questioning. It's like, so when you say them, like, no, that's Every what I Every one of them. Every one of them all at one table. That's the way I like. I want them all where when I can I see them. When I say us, I mean white people. When I say them. <laughs> I mean everyone I else. I want to be very clear in my opinion on this matter. <laughs> Again, this is 94 people. Uh <laughs> Still figuring things out. <laughs> so Frazier does not win. Everyone leaves. And the stinger of the episode is Roz and Fletcher's mom drinking pink ladies. Just the two of them getting drunk together. <laughs> it appeared as if Fletcher left his mom there. Mm. Or like maybe he, he went to the car to wait on her. <laughs> like is she, that her thing? <laughs> well, if mom gets drunk enough, eventually she ends up at the police station. So... <laughs> <laughs> that's his thing <laughs> oh no it's a it's a free bar i'll never get mom out of here <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> yeah that's the reason the mom came she didn't come to see this award she doesn't care she just came to get drunk <laughs> i'm 95 the doctor says it would take a decade to drink myself to death so it doesn't matter what i do <laughs> <laughs> that's a good rationale <laughs> 
Well, yeah, I mean, at a certain point, you're 90. If you're 90, start smoking. Right. Drink a fifth of whiskey a day. Just do it. Why not? <laughs> what has not smoking ever done for me? <laughs> <laughs> like a cop is searching uh, someone's trunk. Is this your cocaine in the back of this trunk? He's like, I'm 95 years old. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> of course it's my cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ha cha cha cha. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, we've had fun, haven't we, folks? But you know what isn't fun? Not smoking. <laughs> I feel after a certain age, you should just start, because why not? This has been a very special episode of Prazier. I'm Greg Catapoti. And I'm Adrian Lara. This has been Season 1, Episode 18, and The Whimper Is. And we just want to say thanks in advance for telling your friends and subscribing. Yes. And don't forget to sign up for our Patreon. Yes, if you want double, double the Adrian and Greg experience. We're not selling out. We're merely funding our creativity. So why don't you help us do that? If you want more of our content, well, send us some money or something. Jesus. It's all we ask if you yell at your friends, share at your social network, leave business cards that you've personally prepared and paid for over the town you live in advertising our podcast. That's something you could do. Why yeah. aren't you doing that? If you're listening at this point and you haven't done that or signed up for a Patreon, well, I'm going to give you a call to action. Sign up for our Patreon or print out $70 worth of business cards and distribute that throughout wherever you live. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> that, this has been Fraser. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs>